if it is or if it ain't, it's gonna come out. It's your girl, Miracle Sims, and you're listening to God, Sex, and Love, your daily dose of inspiration, the juice. It is March the 29th, 2023, and today the topic is the will of God. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Happy Wednesday. I hope that you all had a great day yesterday. Mine was just fine overall. Um, unfortunately, I did get some news that one of my cousins have gone to be with the Lord. Um, her name was Rosie McMichael. Um, I looked up yesterday how old she would have been this year um, when her birthday came. But unfortunately, I don't remember that in this very moment. And I don't want to misquote or say it wrong. So, um, But she was in her 60s, if I'm not going to, um, if I'm not mistaken. But anywho, um, yeah, yeah, it was kind of a, you know, hit me in my heart when I saw that yesterday. Um, uh, my mom was there when she passed um, in her home, seemingly to be in, in a peaceful way. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, I guess, I say that's all you can ask for, but I mean, in the plethora of ways that, you know, um, people approach the end of their life. Um, you know, I think passing away at peace is um, probably desired by all. Like, I don't think anybody wants to pass away in a um, horrific way, even though that does happen. But, um, so... I was at peace to to know that she was at peace um, and everything like that. And so, uh, obviously, that's on my heart and mind this morning um, and everything like that. But, I mean, you know, hey, here I am to give the juice, right? To give some daily inspiration. And, um, yeah, so let me share with you guys how I got to this concept uh, about the will of God, how I got to this conversation today. So, um, I woke up at the sound of my alarm this morning, 4 o'clock, and, um, you know, did my little routine to make sure I got up and everything like that. Um, I listened to the prayer meditation, and it was good. It was, um, I don't remember at the moment everything that it took me through, but it basically it had me to kind of just be in the moment, right, um, to to not worry or hurry, just be present and whatnot so that's what the prayer meditation was kind of centered around this morning as I listened to it and then ultimately um I started to study um and I looked up a variety of things y'all I mean um and who knows maybe I'm going to talk about these things another time or whatever but yeah 
yeah, I, I looked into a variety of things um, from the unseen realm to demons to this concept of aliens and all these things I looked up this morning. So who knows what this juice could have been. Um, but ultimately, I was reminded of this. I think it was like a post I had saw. I don't know. I don't think it was yesterday, but whenever I saw it, sometime this week, um, this guy was sharing about that, um, you know, that basically we need to be, you know, not just believing Christ in words only. Like we should also, you know, our life should reflect what we believe. And people were going back and forth in his comments about the things he said in regards to, oh, you're trying to say something about work, salvation, or whatnot. And and I guess I started to ask the question, like, is there is it possible to have faith without um quote unquote works? And I hate to put it just in works category, but like I guess or with without change or without I don't know, you guys can fill in the blank or whatever you you can think there, but that's pretty much what ultimately had me to kind of do a deeper dive. I ended up going to gotquestions.org, and there I was looking up a lot of different random questions, and just to see what it had to be, you know, was said a little bit deeper, at least. And um, I guess the thing is, like, I mean, I think I already knew in my heart and mind, at least, um you know, obviously what the Bible has to say about faith and works. And ultimately, the best way that I can explain it in this moment, y'all, is that at the end of the day, you do the work because of your faith. Like, works are a result of your faith. Um, so, this idea ultimately had me thinking about, um, you know, doing the will of God. And then at some point I started to ask, well, what is the will of God? You know, because, <laughs> and then once I started to look up those verses and surround that, that's when I guess the Lord had confirmed in my heart and mind the conversation for today. And so here I am to talk about the will of God. So here are some verses that stood out to me this morning. And I hope that they encourage and inspire you. So 1 John 2 and 17, it says, and the world is passing along with its desires, but whoever does the will of God abides forever. Um, you know, this obviously stands out to me this morning. I, didn't, I know I already told you all the news about my cousin and everything like that. Like I said, I am at peace because I do believe that she is a believer, you know, and, and that she is with the Lord and everything like that. And I rebuked any other idea that tried to come in my mind this morning and whatnot. Um, you know, obviously everybody's salvation is an individual thing, right? So far be it for me to judge anybody or whatever the case is. I'm just saying that, you know, I guess these are the things that bring us peace as believers. Um, believing that, again, when we leave here, uh, that we are with the Lord and things of that nature, like the Bible tells us and things. So... Um, but aside from that, right, aside from us leaving this world and, and things like that, um, this verse is saying the world is passing away along with its desires. Um, so I don't know what y'all think of that. <laughs> you know, I don't know what any of us think of that idea that the world as we know it is passing away. Um, 
as well as like I guess all the things that we hold dear, all the things that we feel is important. Um, I actually this is reminding me. I mean, I know I shared this verse recently, and once again, I I think if I'm not mistaken, um, it's reminding me of, of the um, sermon that I heard a few weeks ago that uh, the gentleman was talking about marriage, but he took it to a whole nother level when he talked about like um, the marriage of Christ and the church and everything like that. And um, basically, I guess, again, reiterating the, the, or that explanation that he gave that day, you know, showing this big boulder being cast into the sea and yes it made an impact but ultimately the sea went back calm and whatnot um and i guess that again that that is an example of what it's like in this life right we have all these big issues these big things that we hold on to that we deem to be important we worry about finances we worry about you know whatever it is that we put before the lord and uh, when ultimately at the end of the day, the Bible tells us that our life is like a vapor, you know, um, the life, the Bible is telling us that, you know, again, the desires of this world is passing away. And so, um, yeah, but I mean, you know, so obviously that stood out to me a lot reading this morning, but, um, when I finish up that verse here again, it says, but whoever does the will of God abides forever, um, I mean, I guess I would be asking myself today, am I doing the will of God? I know I told you all, uh, you know, when I felt those convicting words back in the day, you know, back in during the cultivation period <laughs> and all those different things. Um, and the Lord, I feel like he showed me that, okay, miracle, you know, only the things you do for me is going to last. That changed you know, everything that I was going for, you know, that changed you know, my whole not to say purpose in life or whatever, but that actually, I guess, pushed me more into, again, God's will and what his purpose was for me. I started to seek that more in my life. And here I am, you know, every day that I'm here uh, since April 1st, 2020, um, I've been blessed to share what the Lord is sharing with me as daily inspiration. And uh, who knows, right, what what else um will come or who knows what was missed from all the time or and the, you know the lost time that I uh wasted I you know in some ways I would say over the years but um you know we we don't know right um I know I saw one of my cousin's uh nieces so the cousin that passed one of her nieces was uh talking about you know that we don't know the day or the hour and everything like that and you know, obviously, everybody's asking the question why, you know, my cousin definitely was a sweet lady and everything like that. And so, again, it doesn't feel right or fair when these type of things happen. Um, and even though we know it's inevitable, right, um, we know that we all must, um, as they say, die one day. Or if not, then, you know, we'll be caught up to be with the Lord um, if we are one of those people. But, um, I don't know, y'all. I mean, I guess I'm just sharing again the things that are on my heart and mind this morning. And like I said, I hope that it's encouraging and inspiring. Um, 
I guess ultimately the reason why I share these thoughts that I just shared is that at the end of the day, um, it just seems like it's it's more beneficial to focus and do the will of God versus to continue to go our own way and, and again, lose time and stuff like that. Thanks be to the Lord, right, that I am here today and, and I am... I was given another chance to um, do the will of God, you know, because, um, again, I could have been taken out in my sins. You know, I could have been taken out years ago, whatever, when my mind, heart of mind was not focused on doing the will of God, like when I was procrastinating and all those different things. But, um, you know, it's truly a blessing to have another day and everything like that and yes i do believe that you know uh, my life will go on right as they say um and everything like that and but in regards to my purpose and whatnot of what i'm supposed to do here um you know this is the time to do those things today you know right now um and everything like that because yeah tomorrow is not promised you know and, um, yeah, I mean, the Bible tells us that in a variety of ways. But anywho, let's keep going, y'all, because <laughs> we got uh, quite a bit to share. Ephesians 6 and 6, it says, Not by the way of eye service as people pleasers, but as bond servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart. See, I think that's where the issue comes in, that question that I was asking earlier in regards to the people going back and forth about, you know, oh, you trying to say works, blah, blah, blah. Yes, we are all saved by grace. And yes, it don't, it like, we didn't have to do nothing to receive that gift. But ultimately, if you believe, right, that you're saved by grace, then there's going to be some fruit that comes from your life from here on out, you know, um, and, and, and that's the thing, you know, again, if you truly believe in your heart, right, that, you know what, I have been given grace and mercy, the Lord has changed my life, the Lord has done a work in me, the Lord has made a way for me, all these different things, then you're going to want to do the will of God, whatever that may look like in your life. Even if it's a small thing to you, it could be a huge thing that impacts the next person or the next community or whatever the case is. And so... Um, yeah, it says here, not by the way of our service as people pleases, but as bond servants to Christ, doing the will of God from the heart. Um, this morning I looked up the word bond servant because that stood out to me this morning. And that definition says a person bound in service without wages. Um, I think all of us, well, I don't know if all of us, but, but maybe majority of of us may be familiar with this type of thing. I mean, um, you know, has anyone ever volunteered in their life? You know, you're not getting paid to volunteer, but um, there's a sense of fulfillment there to serve others in whatever capacity it is. Um, I'm reminded right now, back when I was um, living in Florida, and there's a place called Give Kids the World, and um, they have this nice little cute village and they apparently they bring um, terminally ill children and their families to experience the um, different theme parks that are in Orlando, as well as just have a, you know, a time and place of just, 
I guess solitude or peace or peace or not having to worry about the ailments and all these different type of things. Um, you know, I know they do things like having ice cream for breakfast or they can call the little pizza shop in the village and just get pizza delivered to them um, for free. You know, they have these little events and things like that. And I would go there to um, volunteer, right, every now and then. And it just, you know, it brought me joy to be able to do that, you know. Um, it got me out of my home and, and whatever my rut was at the time. Um, it was a joy to just go and be amongst those people and give them some light and joy and whatnot um, for free, you know. Um, and it, it honestly, it did make me wonder, like, what would this world look like without currency? <laughs> you know, what if we all could just call up the pizza shop and get a pizza, you know? Um, what if we all could just, you know live the way that village ran um you know you do your work when it's your time to do your work and then you do your you know and you live in peace in those times when it's you know time to do that and then you don't have to worry about you know buying or anything like that everything's available to everybody things of that nature um that's very it seems like a very foreign concept um you know i know that we i i really don't know what that would look like in in regular civilization i mean it worked well there i mean obviously but they do need volunteers right so at some point you would need to be volunteering um and whatnot but i mean if there's a way that that could be done across the board worldwide like that would be an amazing concept um but who knows i don't know anyway so yeah can we be a bond servant today for christ um uh, that, that's something you guys can ask yourselves. Let's keep going. First <laughs> uh, Thessalonians 4 and 3, it says, For this is the will of God, your sanctification in that you abstain from sexual immorality. So, so after I wrote down those first couple of verses that I just read to you all, um, that's when I asked the question, what is the will of God? <laughs> and so when I looked that up at openbible.info, I said, what is the will of God? This was one of the verses that stood out to me. Now, of course, y'all know that this platform is called God, Sex, and Love, right? So again, I don't have no issues with um, talking about sex and all of that nature. Um, I did not go deeper in regards to looking up, you know, all the specifics of what sexual immorality is i'm sure people can ask all those questions well does this count does that count are we trying to find those loopholes right and so you might need to go deeper if that's something you need to do to ask the lord and seek him about what is sexual immorality right but if i just focus on the verse itself it's saying for this is the will of god your sanctification so yes in this particular verse is saying that you abstain from sexual immorality but i believe you know, overall, our sanctification in general is the will of God. Um, now, obviously, we know that Jesus paid it all. And that was another thing that ultimately led me to start looking up this. Because <laughs> um, this is another random thing I studied this morning. But um, at some point, um, the lyrics of Jesus paid it all came into my heart and mind this morning. And... Um, yeah, as I, as that was kind of flowing through my heart and mind, I looked up the lyrics, and then ultimately I um, I saw the name of the the author of the song, whatnot, and then um, I looked up that name, and that name, the entire name meant um, warrior little saint or something like that. Now, and, and I looked up that at openbible.info as well, um, 
I don't remember the last name at the moment, but the first name was Alex. So apparently Alex means warrior. And then the, the last name of that individual means um, little saint and everything like that. So I thought that was interesting as well. Um, but anywho, um, yeah, like I'm just, I don't know, I'm just sharing more things, y'all. More things I studied and what, you know, that I came across this morning. But yeah, ultimately, again, our sanctification is the will of God. Here's another verse that tells us what the will of God is. It's First Thessalonians 5 and 18. It says, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So again, being able to give thanks in all circumstances. Um, y'all, I shared my testimony about the, <laughs> the past couple of weeks. From being upset to, to God, you know, turning things around in such a beautiful way that can only be explained by him you know that's was my way of giving thanks through all of the circumstances even when I was upset and when things became um you know when I was at peace um even now in this situation as well you know I'm giving thanks for my cousin and her life you know um giving thanks for the many uh wonderful cakes that she made <laughs> um I would start every year with a red velvet cake at some point in my life when I was younger. Um, she, she would send, I guess, a red velvet cake over to the house and my mom would buy it, however it would go. Um, yeah, she made the best red velvet cakes, y'all. Um, you know, at least the ones that I grew up on. And so, um, yeah, but anywho. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm still giving thanks for her and her life, you know, um, and everything like that. Even in the midst of, obviously, you know, the sorrow of her loss, right? The sorrow of her no longer being here with us, right? But, um, again, believing that she's with the Lord and everything like that, I can give thanks. Um, so, hey, you know, uh, maybe we need to start practicing this. What does this look like to you? Can you give thanks in, uh, in all circumstances of your life? I know it can be difficult to do so. Again, when you're angry, you might not be thinking about giving thanks. When you're sad, you might not be thinking about giving thanks. But if you're going to be a believer, again, we should start to practice these things. And then um, I believe that it'll get a little easier along the way. Um, that's at least what I find in my life. So, yeah, giving thanks in all circumstances is the will of God, according to the Bible. Um 1 Peter 3 and 17, it says, For it is better to suffer for doing good, if that should be God's will, than for doing evil. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much reminded me of what I was saying earlier. Like, at the end of the day, you know, <laughs> not say you're going to suffer, but I mean, yeah, there there is going to be suffering in life, right? And um, if you're suffering for doing the will of God, I mean, that it says here clearly that it's, that is the better of the two, um, than to ultimately suffer for doing evil. So let's keep that in our hearts and minds this morning, y'all. Uh, first Peter two and 15, it says, for this is the will of God that by doing good, you should put to silence the ignorance of foolish people. Ooh. Um, I don't know if this is Pope today or not <laughs> again maybe it depends on where you are in your life right um but again this is telling us this is the will of god uh doing good is is the will of god and by doing good you put the silence <coughs> excuse me the ignorance of foolish people and so um 
Listen, I guess this, alongside of all the rest of them, I'm sure if you guys keep going, you guys will clearly see what the will of God is once you get into the Word and look it up. It, it says plainly, this is the will of God. This is the will of God. This is not the will of God, whatever the case is. And so if you need to do that deep dive, I, I implore you to go ahead and take time to go deeper and do those things and check it out to see what the will of God is. Uh, I have one more verse that I felt led to share this morning. It's Matthew 7 and 21. It says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Friends, I guess that's the juice today. At the end of the day, uh, you know, no, it's not your works that gets you in, right? But yes, you got to have some fruit from saying that you're a believer. Like, you know, there has to be some type of change in your life happening. You know, there has to be some type of fruit from it's some type of work, some type of something that shows that at the end of the day, I, I say this thing and in my heart, I believe this thing. Therefore, I do the work um, that the Lord is asking me to do. I do God's will. And that's the juice, y'all. That is the juice. Now, the Bible verse of today is Matthew 20 and 28. It says, Even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life as a ransom for many. Friends, I hope you all enjoyed this juice this morning. Thank you so much for listening to God, Sex, and Love. You're the little of inspiration, the juice. I pray you guys can go forth and have a wonderful day, and I look forward to talking to you all tomorrow with the Lord's will. Bye-bye. Hey y'all, I'm Nyla O'Neill with Anchor Phlebotomy Institute. We're located at 737 South Hill Street in Griffin, Georgia. Look, this program was birthed out of a will to help and push you closer to your dream, customizing each and every learning path for each and every student, giving you hands-on education um, with myself and, and other teammates. We're here to help you and drive you to be the best version of yourself. Look, we're a 12-week program, and it will be vigorous, but it will be worth the work. Put the work in, you will see it in the end. We are dedicated to seeing you not only finish our program, but to get certified. We are an accredited school through the National Phlebotomy Solutions, and we are so ready to meet each and every one of you. Contact us today.